Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Be Thou Exalted.
and let live. That is the free and easy, hang loose approach to life. It is reflected in the prevailing ideas about God. In the name of tolerance or broad-mindedness, we are asked to accept any and all notions about God. People are suspicious of a message that declares itself to be the truth. The Lord Jesus Christ declared, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. If we are to take those words seriously, we cannot think of Jesus Christ as being one of the many ways to God. He soberly and boldly contended that men can get right with God only through Him. Intolerant, unfair, close-minded, that is the modern reaction to those exclusive claims. But wait a minute. If a medical researcher tells a diabetic that his only hope is to take insulin, the diabetic doesn't debate about the intolerance, closed-mindedness, or the unfairness of the insulin's exclusive effectiveness. He is far more interested to know that the claims are true. What about the claims of Lord Jesus Christ? His claims are adequately presented in the accounts of his life, written by his contemporaries under the inspiration and guidance of the Holy Spirit. Before passing any judgment, it would be well to read those accounts. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then in light of that evidence, ponder his claims to be your one and only hope. The crucial question is, are his claims valid? Are they true? Those who live close to the Lord Jesus Christ were persuaded of the truth of his claims, and they staked their lives on it. One of his companions, Peter, stood before a hostile audience and testified, There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. People all around you are discovering that to be true. If you wish, you can spend your life flailing around in the live and let live quagmire, where anything and everything is acceptable, everything except the truth. Or you can examine the claims of Lord Jesus Christ to discover for yourself that He is indeed the one and only way to God. Receive Him as your Savior from sin and ask Him to take over your life. He will make it meaningful and abundant for you today and tomorrow and forever. Listen now as Steve Bolt sings this beautiful song, Through It All. Through it all. I've learned to trust in God through it all, through it all. Yes, I've learned I can depend upon His Word. Thank God for the mountains, and I thank Him 
for the valleys if you've been able to do that <laughs> and I thank him for the storms he's brought me through for if I never had a problem I'd never know that he I'd never know what faith in God can do through it all through it all yes I've in my Jesus and I've learned to trust in God through it all through it all yes I've learned I can depend upon His Word. I've learned to depend upon You are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Cheryl Howman plays for us the piano this beautiful song entitled, Once Again. Thank you. 
George Washington never took a bath in a bathtub. There were no bathtubs until several years after his death. He never wore long pants, nor had a store-bought suit. He never used any kind of toothpaste, shaving cream, or a safety razor. Although he was the President of the United States for eight years, he never lived in the White House. He never heard of the GOP or even Uncle Sam. He never heard of the New York Yankees. In fact, he never saw a baseball, basketball, or football game. He never even played a game of golf. He never sang the national anthem, nor America Home, Sweet Home, or Silent Night. He never wrote on a typewriter, never talked over a telephone, never even heard of a telegram. He never rode on a bicycle, steamboat, railway train, streetcar, trolley, elevator, or Ferris wheel. He never lit a fire with a match or even seen a stove of any kind. In his day, both heating and cooking were done in great fireplaces. He never saw a kerosene lamp to say nothing of gas or electric light. And of course, he never saw a movie, nor an automobile, airplane, or radio. Although he never had most of the things we consider necessities today, he and his generation seem to have had as much real happiness out of life as we do today, and perhaps more. For they were spared from so many of the pressures and headaches that we have today. Aspirin, another item that he didn't have. God's word says, For a man's life consists not in the abundance of things which he possess. Things cannot make a rich or full life. They cannot bring joy and peace to the human heart. They cannot give us the peace with God. But here is something that can. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Whether rich or poor, there is no peace like this that enables a person to lay his head on his pillow each night and say, Whatever may happen before morning, all is well with my soul. For I put my trust for all eternity in my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who loved me and gave himself for me. Listen now as Lucinda Richardson sings this beautiful song entitled, Lord, I Need You. Lord, I come, I confess, bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart. You're the one who guides my heart. Lord, I
where grace is found is where you are and where you are Lord I am free holiness is Christ in me Lord I need you oh Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for a Bible study portion of our broadcast, and this morning the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we continue our series and study on the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to understand the religious, the political climate during the earthly ministry of Christ, the synagogues. Synagogue means a bringing together. The origin of the Jewish synagogues dates back to approximately 580 B.C. during the Babylonian captivity. At this time, they were outside of the land of Israel. The temple had been destroyed, so they assembled together. The main function of the synagogue was the reading of the law and the prophets in a time of prayer. Even though the Jewish temple had been rebuilt, the synagogue remained strong during the earthly ministry of Christ. Later, these synagogues spread to Greece and Macedonia because the Jews were being dispersed. The law and the prophets were being read in the synagogue. The law and the prophets testified of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yet the very people who should have responded to Christ as their Messiah bitterly opposed Him. Luke 4.16, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. The rulers of the synagogue controlled the Jews with fear. For if any individuals in the synagogue would confess Christ, they were to be excommunicated from the synagogue. This excommunication involved prohibiting not only attendance at the synagogue, but also from all fellowship with fellow Jews. 
Luke, excuse me, John 16, verse 2. And you can also see in verse 1 and in John 14 or 12, 42 and 9, 22. But verse number 2 of John 16. And they shall put you out of the synagogue, yea, and the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And you go back and read John 9, 22, you'll see dealing with the synagogue, the Herodians. The Herodians were a political group and not a religious group. They were a pro-Roman sect that was not looking for the Messiah. Their name associated themselves with Herod, the Roman ruler. They simply believed their life was fine. They did not want to upset the way things were, even though they were under the dominion and power of Rome. The Herodians were aligning themselves with Herod, a Gentile king who was referred to as an Idumean. The descendants of Esau were Edomites, Genesis 36, verse 1. Later, the Edomites refused the children of Israel passage through their land, even though they were blood relatives. Numbers chapter 20, verse 14. And Moses sent messengers from Kadesh unto the king of Edom. Thus saith thy brother Israel, thou knowest all the travail that has befallen us. And they're not going to allow him to go through it. I encourage you to keep reading in Numbers chapter 20. Remember, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac. Isaac, Rebekah, Esau, and Jacob. Esau, descendants of the Edomites, Idumea. Jacob's name is changed to Israel. So when you get to Matthew chapter 2 and you see Herod, he is it's Esau versus Jacob. It's an Idumean versus the Lord Jesus Christ. And look at some of the various actions and acts of Herod. Killing the babies two years of age and younger as they were looking for the Christ child. Killing of John the Baptist and James in one of the civil trials of the Lord Jesus Christ. Interesting how the Herodians aligned themselves with Herod, and yet they rejected their own Messiah. The Sadducees. The Sadducees were a religious sect which opposed the Lord Jesus Christ. They only believed what Moses wrote in the first five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, the Torah of the law. They rejected all other writings, including the prophets like Daniel and Ezekiel and the Psalms. Further, they did not believe in angels, resurrection, or spirit. Following the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, this group became the main persecutors of the twelve apostles. The Sadducees were not as large as the Pharisees, they were, but they were made up of wealthy class of Israel. Acts 23, 8, For the Sadducees said there is no resurrection, neither angel nor spirit, but the Pharisees confess both. The Pharisees. The name Pharisee means to separate. Hence, they were the separatists. The Pharisees were a religious sect of the Jews that developed during the 400 silent years to the Lord Jesus Christ. They believed in the law of Moses. They believed the scriptures, but they also believed that there was this oral law. They believed the oral law was given to Moses by God. That the oral law was delivered to Joshua, then passed down to the elders, and passed to the prophets, and finally to the synagogues. And they believed that the oral law explained the written law of Moses, and that the oral law was equal to the written law, which would have been scripture. And we see in Luke chapter number 18, verses 9 through verse 14, we're not going to read all those verses, 
But read that, and you'll see the heart of the Pharisee. Verse 11, the Pharisee stood up and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I'm not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. In other words, look, look at me. So you have these three different groups who were... Jews, but one followed Rome, the other two followed Scripture, but one only believed in the first five books of the Bible, the other accepted all the Old Testament Scripture, but then believed the oral law, and that believed that the oral law was equal to the written law. So as we continue understanding what's going on during these four Gospels, during the earthly ministry of Christ, we find out that he was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Next time we're going to study their three sly questions and see what they were trying to do as they were trying and attempting to entrap Christ. The Word of God is so beautiful. We need to study it. We need to understand in light of the Word of God, rightly divided, then apply it to our lives so that we as Christians can live for God. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior? If you've never trusted Him, you need to trust Him right now right now, before it is eternally too late in your life. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is the